Hey, you're listening to Marketing Out Loud, a daily podcast where I share advice, stories, and insights to help you build a thriving consulting or professional services practice. To subscribe to the show, head over to marketingoutloud.fm. Hey, quick one here from the garage in my house as I'm just pulling in after the gym. Um, had a interesting exchange today. Had a call with a prospect this morning, somebody who, as per usual, reached out to me for help, wanted to talk, wanted to grow his business, uh, figure out the whole marketing thing. And in pretty much every possible way, this was a perfect prospect for me. He's a consultant, um, tons of experience, um, got to the point where the referral pipeline had kind of dried up on him as it does. Um, wasn't really seeing many opportunities coming his way using using his usual tactics and um, wanted to find a more proactive way to go out and generate business and make a name for himself and carve out an expert profile in the market and build out services and charge higher prices and do all that kind of fun stuff, stuff that we do every single day inside my program with my clients. And so he was perfect, you know, would have done really, really well in my program. Um, was really well aligned and everything was great. The other call asked him if he wanted help. Uh, he said, yeah, that's why we're here. I said, okay, well, here's how it works. And I made him an offer. Do you want to do this? And, uh, he said, well, look, give me 24 hours. Think about it. And then let's circle back. I said, sure, that's fine. So we put, uh, an appointment on the calendar for 24 hours from then, which would have been tomorrow. And then, um, I go about my day, I had a day full of calls and, and meetings, and I get an email from him hours, hours, hours later. I, I want to say five, six hours later. And the email reads, hey, listen, um, let's not waste your time tomorrow because I'm not a fan of the sales pitch and I'm not going to buy into the hard sell. Um, so thanks, but no thanks, essentially. And I'm scratching my head because I'm not one to make a hard sell, okay? I, I can sell a lot harder. I'm scratching my head. I'm thinking, huh, where was the hard sell? What did I say to this guy? What could he possibly have perceived from our conversation as a hard sell? I mean, sales pitch, I don't really know what that means. I'm not a fan of the sales pitch. Well, then how do you how do you really sell anything <laughs> becomes my question, right? So I don't know what that means. I mean, if there's no sales pitch, um, there's no sale. So I'm thinking, where was a hard sell? And the conclusion I came to after thinking about that call for a couple of minutes was he just didn't like the fact that I made him an offer. And he didn't like the fact that I put him in a position where he had to make a decision. And I didn't even force the decision on the spot. And, and sometimes I will, if I think the person's is really is really at risk of letting their fear get the better of them. But I didn't do it in this case. And I think that was just really uncomfortable for him. Low network connection again. Come on, man. Let me turn off Wi-Fi. Let's turn off Wi-Fi. How's that? All right. Connection's back. Wi-Fi is off. Hopefully that's better. So I think what just happened in this case is he just didn't like the fact that I made him an offer 
because it forced him to make a decision. And that decision was uncomfortable for him because it would involve him parting with money and it would involve him leveling up and it would involve him having to do things that are uncomfortable for him. It would involve him opening up his business and letting all the guts spill out so we can rebuild it to be more sustainable and profitable for him. And man, that's hard work. That's stuff that, you know, sure, isn't necessarily fun in the process, but is necessary. And he just didn't like that. And I think what happened, this happened before, is when he let all that settle in and let the decision settle in, he reacted to the tension that was created in that conversation. And that's what happens, folks. In a, in a sales conversation, you do it well, and you give people an opportunity to make a change, uh, to improve their business, improve their results. There's some tension there. If there isn't any tension, you haven't really done your job as a seller, as a consultant, as a coach, as an advisor, whatever you are. So I think he reacted to that tension. And instead of reacting positively, which is to go there and look at why his, you know, reaction was negative, instead of going there and being introspective and looking at, well, what's going on there? Why is this so uncomfortable for me? He chose to lash out at me for being the person that brought that tension to light and putting a decision in front of him. Okay. Now, two important lessons from this. And the second one's the one that I wanted to get to. First of all, that kind of person is going to struggle for a long time. I hope he doesn't. I wish him the best. But to the extent that he lashes out at other people for giving him opportunities to change and to improve, uh, he's going to struggle, right? It's not the best way to handle this. But the second thing and the more important lesson I want you to reflect on is that if I let my desire to be liked get in the way of serving this prospect, we never would have made it that far. I would have avoided making an offer. I would have avoided creating tension in the conversation. I would have avoided calling him to a higher level, a higher calling, a higher way of being, because I would know that that's going to be uncomfortable for him. And I can tell who's going to react this way. And I would place my desire to be liked, my desire for him to feel good about me above and beyond all of that. And that's the thing that will absolutely kill you if your job is to sell things. And again, if you're a consultant, you run a consulting business, professional services business, your job is to sell things among other things. And I see this time and time again, folks go into sales conversations, they wanna be liked. They want the prospect to think of them favorably. They want the prospect to have warm and fuzzy feelings about them. Why? Is that serving the prospect? Is that serving you? Is that serving anybody? No, all it does is serve your ego. And it prevents you from saying the things that need to be said, telling the prospect what they need to hear because you're afraid of offending them. Well, look, I thought about that conversation for couple of minutes after I got that email and then I moved right on because I'm not afraid of offending anybody. I believe to my very core that the best thing for this prospect to do would have been to join my program. And I think he believed that too in our conversation. When the dust settled and the tension was unavoidable and he had to come face to face with it, he lashed out and blamed me for creating that tension. 
and I make no apologies. No apologies whatsoever. I did not reply to him and say I'm sorry. I did not say anything apologetic whatsoever because I'm not sorry. I simply said, not quite sure what hard sell you're talking about. Either way, it's your decision. Wish you all the best. Okay? So bottom line is, don't be afraid to offend people. Okay? This game that we're playing here is not about being liked. It's about serving. And serving people often means, if you're serving at the highest level, telling them things that they might not want to hear and being a freaking leader and being comfortable with that, even if it upsets people. Okay? If a child gets angry at you, and I'm not saying the person's a child, but just to use an analogy, if a child gets angry at you for telling them what they need to hear, for disciplining them, for calling them to... Hey, thanks for listening. Do me a favor. If you like what you hear, go on iTunes and leave us a rating and a review because it helps more people discover the show. Thanks so much.